0: The date is September the 7th, 2021, and This Week in Modern returns. I am Mean Monogreen of Lanoir, welcoming you back to the program. I'd like to thank all the returning fans for joining us again, and any newcomers for jumping in in a new way to experience the modern news of the week. All the stories fit to be told about the format will be here, but before we get to them, our first season, such as it is, is coming to an end. What was your favorite part? What do you think we can do better? Leave a comment on our YouTube video, and next week, one lucky person will receive five MTGO treasure chests from the Mana Symbol channel, or a free donation deck to be played there. And while you're down there, if you hit that like button, it'll help us all out. With all that said, this week's talking points will be covering the trophy tussle, talking about the week's prelims, then the modern challenges, a few 5-0 features, and a very special interview. This Week in Modern presents the Trophy Tussle! With one week that's only 7 days and 12 hours remaining in the Trophy Race, there's no way we'd delay giving you the hottest and juiciest information about the Trophy Race, now down to Aspiring Spike, and why Principe? Spike's got a great attitude heading into this final week, stating today on his stream, I'm really excited to win. Spike did manage a small lead earlier this week but Y Principe has come roaring back to the top of the board, so let's take a look. With 36 trophies apiece, Why Y Principe and aspiring Spike are tied, with Principe having grabbed the most recent trophy and therefore being on top for the moment. The tunneling cat has reached her goal of third place, vaulting over Canister to 26 trophies and a small lead in the third place race. Canister, now returned from his week off, remains on the board in fourth, with 24 trophies. And finally, Dark Horse Silent Sea Song, unmentioned for the first several weeks of our program, has continued to hold the fifth place slot on the trophy board. Spike spent some of the last week tweaking a Monogreen Devotion deck that proved unfruitful until the addition of Eldrazi, which gave him a fairly successful Stompy Shell. And this week he started off with a Jund Sacrifice deck playing exclusively <laughs> good cards. A bold gambit, and we wish him luck. Principie has been mostly sticking to the hits, crushing along with the deck that brought him here, mono green Tron. The tunneling cat, the Eldrazi expert, has continued as well with her signature E-Tron build for trophies, but has also been streaming a number of different flavors, including red, green, and red-green Eldrazi. Canister MTG has returned from his week away from the game, bringing back a completely refreshed monotone energy to his stream experimenting with whatever deck catches his fancy on a given day. Down in the trophy lagging area, Hugo Freitas, previously known for Storm and recently tearing up on Rhinos, is tied at 22 trophies with previous trophy contender Giovanni MF and Andy Awkward. Any of these folks move on up to the third place spot by the end of the race? We'll soon find out, but for now, let's take a look at this week's prelims. Last week's surge in interest in the Jundaluris archetype seems to have dialed back. With Teamer Footfalls and Blue Red Murktide standing head and shoulders above all others, with four and five copies respectively in the 3 1 or better records of this week's prelims. Eldrazi Tron made an appearance again, showing that the Colorless Conquerors can still play with the big boys from time to time. The rest of the prelims were relatively quiet and diverse, showing a slight lull in creativity from the grinders, other than Nazart, who played an astounding five equipment grief blade list to a 3 1 finish. Will this lack of innovation and ingenuity carry through to the weekend, though? Let's take a look at the Saturday and Sunday challenges. This weekend, Modern presents Challenge Recap. After a short nap from the top of the competitive scene, Living End is back with Eric157751 running a smooth 8-0 through the Swiss, and straight to the top, taking down Mono White Hammer, played by Rex Jack in the final round. The standout of the top eight was just under that though, with first turn Negator making a fourth place on Blue Moon. Not Blue Red Burktide, Though it does feature a number of that card. The final semi-finals deck was Red White Classic Burn with the inclusion of Luris. The quarterfinalists include no archetypical overlap with the top four, with Jun Sagavan, a Velomakus turns split build list, Blue Black Mill, and Cascade Rhinos, giving us eight for eight on different decks in the top eight modern competitive diversity at its finest. However, the top 8 was not a clean cut, with two 6-2 records in the top 8, and those who missed out on the top 8 trailing all the way down to 18th. Some of those decks include Lanny NYNY on Domain, who only just missed the top slot, ending in 9th, Mr. Cafulet on Blue-White Control in 12th, and a crazy build in 17th from Grilled Cheese MTG, piloted by Reanimator Fiend, Mardu Goryeo's Vengeance. This deck uses an aggressive core of Ragavan and Dragon's Rage Channeler to set up Emrakul or Grizzlebrand coming through the breach or back from the graveyard with a Vengeance. This strategy is certainly going to catch some people by surprise, and the record alone here means that there may be some space for further development of this up-and-comer. Mono White Taxes managed a 24th place finish in the hands of V, who decided to sleeve up the Sky Noodle Urian in addition to the classic and Arbiter, Stoneforge Mystic Disruptive deck. Finally, worthy of mention, Brewer and competitor Talisker managed a 30th place finish on Black Green Infect, with a very clean build featuring four ofs of Glistener Elf, Ignoble Hierarch, Phyrexian Crusader, and Plague Stinger. The diversity in the top 8 was reflected down the field with the most competitive known decks heading into the weekend showing up in roughly equal numbers. Those of Teamer Footfalls, Living End, Red White Burn, and Hammer Time, and a perhaps unsurprising spike in creativity decks after Wafo Tapa's win last Saturday. But would the Sunday challenge show us the same amount of diversity that Saturday did? The surge in Merktide in the prelims earlier this week might have been a sign of nothing but variance, but Gabe Nassif didn't think so, going all the way to the top and winning the Sunday Challenge, playing a very stock version of this blue red tempo mainstay of the post Modern Horizons 2 format. Hammer Time keeps finding its way into the finals, this time in the hands of South American grinder Laplace John, who is playing a build that splashed black for Thoughtseize in the sideboard. Mill finally made a semi-finals appearance in the hands of Mill specialist Blitz Lion, playing a version with four main deck Soul Guide Lantern, as well as a number of each of Kaya's Guile and Prismatic Ending, as well as a sideboard copy of Hide Seek, proving that the deep well of split cards has not yet been exhausted. The Jun Sagavan list from third place also had a noteworthy tweak in their removal suite: three copies of Fatal Push and four copies of an Holy Heat with nary a Lightning Bolt to be found, perhaps adjusting for the Tarmogoyf mirror matches that have become more common of late. The bottom half of the top eight include a copy of Blue-Black Thing in the Ice Dress Down Control, another Blue-Red Murktide, Tribal Flames Zoo, which had just missed out on the top eight on Saturday on Breakers, and finally Currybor on a deck that they've been piloting in various forms for a while, Blue-White Flash mid-range with Urion as both the companion and more copies of Urion in the main deck. But down the challenge we've got some standout placements, including Enchantress in 12th place, Red-Green Belcher in 13th place, Giglio MTG on his Red-Green Delirium deck in 19th place, and Ad Nauseam in 22nd. The overall meta continues to churn with a Cascade deck, Living End, taking home the top spot on Saturday, and next to no Cascade decks placing highly on the Sunday, with some of the most powerful decks lacking consistency or being vulnerable to hate or specific other archetypes, and the consistent decks lacking slightly in power compared to some of the most broken draws from these more powerful archetypes. This has been an ideal spot for some excellent innovation and fun random decks to show up in the 5-0 deck dump, so let's take a look! First up, a bizarre-looking creation from EDH player, an Abzan Reanimator deck playing four copies of Timeret Calls the Dead and two copies of Binding of the Old Gods, which synergize with Hex Parasite. Whoa! This Abzan Reanimator deck is looking to mill over its Archon of Cruelties and Grave Titans, and have a strong mid-range game plan with Hex Parasite and this bevy of sagas. A parade of Eldrazi aggro brews have been popping off this week. With Spike having brewed up his Mono Green list earlier this week, and Mono Red and Red Green showing up in the 5 0s consistently, demonstrating that acceleration, monkeys, and bolts play pretty nicely with the faceless horrors from beyond our world. Popular prison pilot Fluffy Wolf 2 has managed a 5 0 on a mono red prison update which they think might be the best version out there and when compared with the wide range of other red prison decks i'm sure we'd all draw the same conclusion the nobodies grabbed a posting on mardu saga boom combining boom bust cleansing wildfire and flagstones of trocare as well as vindicate for a lot of different ways to disrupt your opponent's mana an urza saga and karn scion of urza for mid-range power and the ability to put out a shockingly large board, wide end with four copies of Lingering Souls. Grilled Cheese MTG's Goryeo DRC Monkey Deck from last week has been getting some love and continues to evolve, with some versions now opting for Azmorano Market Dice in the car and Wishclaw Talisman, and a shoeing through the breach. We've pulled a few more exciting lists for those interested, including Humans with Grist, Red Green Midrange with Kragenwick Cremator and Colorless Mystic Forge TKS Prison as well as Mono Red Midrange with Chandra's Regulator. And you can check all these out in our show notes available below this video or in the episode description of your podcast player. For the convenience of our podcast listeners, the voice of Ragavan has been dubbed by a British person. Well, we've got a first interview of an exciting upcoming series here. I've managed to secure a call with the sometimes maligned, sometimes celebrated, Ragavan the pilfering pirate and pick his brain, excuse the metaphor, about his place in the meta. Joining us by phone, Ragavan the nimble pilferer. Ragavan. Sorry, Ragavan. Well, nobody gets it right the first time. Well, you've had a fairly immediate and consistent effect on this metagame. How do you feel about all the success? Well, it comes with its ups and downs, Gene.
1: How do you mean? Some people love me, but other people, well, let's not mince words here, hate me. Do you think hate might be a strong word? Gene, I'm out here. I've got ears. I hear people use the word, and even though some of them are just in high-pressure moments, Others are not.
0: So it's not all glitz and glamour being the world's most successful pilferer.
1: Well, I'm just highlighting some of the more difficult parts first. It's not my fault I'm good at this game, and I'm I'm going to give it 110% every time I'm out there on the field. I gotta say, I'm enjoying how much attention I'm getting. How many times I can carry games, and quite frankly, my $100 per appearance fee. Wow, I wish I could get money like that.
0: Uh, Who's your agent?
1: Ha, well, she's not taking any new clients at the moment, but I'll drop your name if I remember.
0: Well, one last question. Do you have a favorite in the trophy race?
1: Favorite? Well, M. Hayashi. But since he's a busy guy without enough time to have a run at the top five this season, I'm just happy to enjoy the competition.
0: Well, thanks for your time, and uh, best of luck in the future. Well, that's about it for This Week in Modern. But if you've got any feedback, questions, or comments, you can contact me at twimmtg on twitter.com, or email us at thisweekinmodern at gmail.com. This is Mean Monograin of Lanoir wishing you the best of top decks, and the best of luck. Play safe.